All right, we are live. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Chronic Conversations tonight. I have a very, very special guest. He is too fast. That's he right. is too smooth. That's right. <laughs> he is Joseph Francisco. Thanks for being on the show with me, brother. Thanks for having me, man. It's a blessing. It's an honor. So you got you got some friends with some stuff coming up. Did you want to uh, holler about that for a minute and tell oh, people what's uh, going on? Yeah, before we get into uh, some of my news, man, just want to give a shout out and uh, anybody who's watching right now, man. Uh, tomorrow night over at Camp Jordan Arena, uh, man, it's going to be a wonderful show. Uh, got a guy named Trey Trey Billingsley, uh, who's a Chattanooga local. He uh, fought on that last one, did good. He on the last fight, one by knockout. And so, uh, 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 pretty, I'm pretty sure he's a uh, he's a uh, he's a uh, he's planning on doing the same thing tomorrow night. Uh, and uh, and we, we hope hope so. We're moving him on. Uh, you got Rod to the Hitman Hilly, who's also my baby brother, my little brother, who's uh eight and oh with five knockouts, a bad boy, up and coming. Uh, trained out at a Floyd Mayweather gym for a lot of time. He's a bad boy. Okay. Uh, then in the main event, you got that boy Marcus, all business Rogers. Uh, and I'm uh, just a phenomenal fighter, man. And uh, I've, I've had a chance to be, man, be, be with him since we was little kids. He's a, he's, he's a brother of mine, and we, we're like brother brothers, man. And uh, and he's and just gonna, I mean, he's all business, man. He's gonna do exactly and he, what his name says. And he worked your corner at the yeah, last, yeah, he best. worked my corner, man. And, and I'm usually in his corner too, but I, I, I got some stuff coming up, man. So I had to get back out of town and train, but uh, but he knows I'm there with him. And uh, and that's the reason why I wanted to say that before I get into anything, because they're my brothers, right. man. And I know that they're going to do their thing tomorrow. I'm wooing them on and looking forward to uh, watching the show from the comforts of the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a great card. And uh, uh, on the same token, let me give a quick shout out to um, uh, Coach K, Kevin Kenny yeah. Moore, and, and yeah. his wife, Tracy. Uh, some awesome, amazing people who have no provided doubt. some great opportunities. So, so shout out to them as well. No uh, doubt. Uh, so many great people out there. It gives me hope for the world. People sometimes have a negative view, but uh, especially here recently, I've met so many great people that are so highly motivated to, to make their communities better. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And uh, we were talking a little bit before the show um, about your tooth problem. Yeah. Uh, you want to tell, tell Go ahead and retell that for us. And, uh, yeah, but, to, to but, uh, a lot of people don't know, man, like I, like I got my goals in right now. And uh, I don't really wear my goals all the time, man. But in my last fight, uh, I, I had a retainer with a tooth on it. And the guy broke it. Hit me with an overhand right, man, and broke it off. And me and my coach, I come back to the corner. We don't know where the tooth is. You know, we don't know where the tooth is. We put, I pull the retainer out, but I don't know where the tooth is, right? So we wow. look around. And then but once they put the mouthpiece back in to send me out to the next round, I seen that the tooth was still stuck inside the mouthpiece. <laughs> so when I go to swallow, I kind of swallow the tooth a little bit. <laughs> so then I had to spit it out. And if you ask one of the judges, one of the judges is like, man, that was the best fight I've ever been to. I've never had a tooth spit my way. <laughs> yeah. So 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 uh I got another fight coming up real soon. Haven't been able to get to the dentist, man, but I will get that taken care of ASAP. Get <laughs> yeah, taken care of afterwards. I you know, when we was talking the other day too, um you, you was talking about that next fight and, and How's it gonna make you undeniable? And I was telling you that I'm surprised that you can get fights because so I fought amateur at around your weight class, and, and and nobody nobody was hitting like you then. Word up! Nobody had that kind of footwork. Word up! Like you're on a whole different level. So so <laughs> how how does somebody like you get fights? Because if I'm a fighter looking at your tape, I'm Man. thinking that's a no win. Look, the thing about it is, man, is uh uh I'm uh I'm eight and two. 
uh, I started my career at one and zero, and then I, uh, I did. I stopped training, and I took two losses back to back. And I and in both of those losses, uh, it was a second round TKO. Basically, out of shape, can't continue, just dead tired. So gotcha. that that right there, and the there were lessons. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Lessons, you know what I'm saying. And I stopped doing it. I needed to get some money, so I, I, it was at a point where I was I was wanting money. I would call mm -hmm. people, hey man, y'all got to fight for me. They would say, yeah, we got to fight for. It. I would go get some money. I would lay down, and then boom, that would be it. And after I did right. it twice, I was like, man, I ain't doing this no more because one day I might want to come back and take this serious, you know. And if you take mm -hmm. some losses, then nobody's never gonna take. Nobody but gonna the thing about it is, it still puts me at a place to where people will sleep on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and which is good for me. So, You're the underdog. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Underdog. So they see that and they think, okay, boom. And then uh, if you look at box rec, it also shows that uh, I didn't have a long amateur career, mm -hmm. and a lot, which a lot of people don't know. I had over almost 300 fights as an amateur. Oh, wow. Two national titles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of people don't know that. Uh, so, I, I, man, I fought a lot. I fought a lot. Back in the day, man, uh, my coach, uh, my, my, my amateur coach, Andy Smith, which is also my uh, my brother, Roger Hitman's Hilly coach now, which he coached me for a little bit, but, you know, uh, things changed. I had to move on. But, uh, man, he fought us every weekend. And sometimes in those right. weekends, you might fight three times that weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, man, I, I'm seasoned, man, and a lot mm -hmm. of people don't know that. So it allows You can tell it shows. You know what I'm saying? Those two losses allow me to sneak up on people, man. Mm -hmm. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah, yeah, that's and, and, and you know uh, I like to call them lessons just because y you have a choice in that matter of what you and you decided to take the lesson. So the lesson. That, that shows what kind of fighter you were meant to become from the beginning. And I had seen some of your training video, Coach K had shown me before um, before that fight. Yeah, so I knew dude was in trouble. Like I knew yeah. he was the real deal just just watching the training. Uh -huh. um, you, you, where are you training out of right now? You said uh -huh. Texas, right? I'm in Conroe, Texas, but we uh we train in uh, Huntsville, Texas. But mm -hmm. we're, we're always in uh I'm like tomorrow I'll go to Houston, Texas to get some sparring in with a bunch of guys. It's just okay. it's just hella work up here, man. Uh, yeah, I seen you putting in that work, bro. And look here, man, and and that's just in the gym putting in the uh, yeah. condition work, man. That's not even uh have to do with the guys that we go to spar with. Last right. up here, I would go, I would spar twice a day. And each time I would have uh, three looks at each time. So, you know, you got a guy, you, you spawn first in the morning, you got eight rounds, and you got three different guys coming in on you. So everybody's going to stay fresh. And then back in the afternoon, you got the same demonstration. You walk in the gym, mm -hmm. and it's 100 dudes, and they're ready to go to work. So, I mean, you, you know, you can't do nothing but get better. Right, right. You, you got to keep pushing. And I, I noticed that through your, your videos, you pushing through, because, look, it brought back so many memories. It, it was making me tired, bro. <laughs> I tell my coach all the time, man. I say, look, you kill me in the gym, man. Just resurrect me and get me to the fight. <laughs> Sweat more, bleed less, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, uh, what are some of the differences that that you're making for this training camp as opposed to your other one? Do you do you fight? I mean, train specifically for your opponent, or you, you just have like a general game plan and? Uh, and I re I really uh really this time uh, we're really focusing on a lot of strength. I want to be really strong into this fight. Uh, I'm going in 140. You looking pounds. even? You looking slow? Yeah, I'm going in 140 pounds, man. Uh, that's lighter than I was last time, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I'll be stronger though. Uh, you know what right. I'm saying? Be definitely stronger because uh, me and the guy meet at the same way. Cause that guy last uh, last week or two weekends ago, he was a little heavier than me. So, yeah, uh, he's, he's a pretty big dude. Pretty big old dude, man. Yeah. Uh, so this time, man, this guy be making the same weight. 
uh, be an even playing field as far as that. He's tall. He's 5'10", but mm -hmm. I, if, if people check my uh, my background, man, I, I do better against tall fighters, man. So you Look at your footwork. Man, you know what I'm saying? In and out. In and How out. they going to touch you? Man, that's 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 the game plan. You know what I'm saying? And this time, man, I just uh, I want to bring a little bit something different to the table, man. Uh, for pe for those who don't know, it's gonna be on FS1. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fox Congratulations, Sports. by the way. Yeah. yeah. So so this well is a chance for the world to see what I do, and uh, hopefully uh, after this, man, the sky's the limit. Yeah, man, you got my heart beating, man. Like, so fast, I'm so excited for that fight. So happy for you, man. You deserve it. Hey, man. I mean, I. I um, I got I got out the game and then I came back in uh, 2016 and it was off and on. It was off and on. I, I fought. Uh, I think I fought two fights, three fights, and then I had a son. And then okay. when I had my son, I uh, you know I wanted to take. I took another break and I probably was off for another two years after that. And yeah. uh, and it was just just one of one of those situations to where I was working a job, good uh -huh. job, I was working over at Lipsy Logistics, and those guys are very supportive of me. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, it was just at the point to where, you know, you work in a desk job, no matter how much money you're making. If you know that's not what you're supposed to be doing, then you're not going to. You're like you're wasting your time, right? Yeah, man. You know, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, the, the, the competitive nature of me, you know, shoot, I might have started talking crazy. Somebody at the job just because I, I, I'm ready to go do something different. You're ready to go do something. Yeah. And so I just decided then, you know, it was November of uh, last year. Uh, and I decided, I said, look, man, I'm uh, I'm going back to boxing full time. I turned in my two-week notice, and here I am four fights later. Well, it's been I, – I grew up loving boxing, and and, and I've had a love-hate relationship with, you know, how things go in boxing sometimes because uh, I want the best guys to fight the bad guys, and, and, you know, sometimes that don't always happen. It don't. Um, but I have a feeling like you're like that guy that wants to fight the best guys, and, and I think you're so far ahead of the game that's with you right now, you know? Yeah. But this is the thing, man. Uh, I came out the amateurs, and, and if, if, if I'd have came out the amateurs in my class, I would have been mm -hmm. in the class of 2008. Okay. So, uh, so uh, I was uh, a 2008 Olympic hopeful. Uh, we was trying to make the 2008 Olympic team. Had some things mm -hmm. come up within then. Uh, I went to one tournament called a stomach virus. Kind of got oh. Yeah. So the only way to make it back into the tournament, I would have had to drop down to 112 pounds. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I boxed at 125 the whole time. My whole career, I was at 125 pounds uh, in the amateurs. And then uh, yeah. when I when I got sick in that tournament, the only way to get back in was to go to 112. I made 112. Hearing you talk about what weight you are just makes sure, like, I don't think, <laughs> like, I don't want to give away your power. I don't want to give away all your good things, you know, <laughs> to, to the competitors. But damn, bro. Yeah. Like, it, if people understand the physics of fighting, then they understand when you're throwing a punch that that where the hips are, where where the technique is, where the like everything you do, like it's it's, it's on point. Like, have Man. you always been able to hit like that? Is that a natural thing, or is that something you had to train and learn how to do? Man, I think I've always had the speed. Uh, I, 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 the speed was natural, man. Uh, I, my amateur coach Andy, man, he really. If, if you ever see him work the pads, which uh, I don't know if anybody check him out tomorrow, but man, he he's a phenomenal pad worker. Works yeah. the pads like Roger Mayweather, uh, and just uh, and, and that carried on with me. And then as I turn pro and I get with these other guys who, who can take my speed and slow and not really slow it down, but just perfect me into where I'm using every punch that I have to count for something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. So if I touch you with one, two, three up top, then when I come with that body shot down low, it's going to crush you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So that's really that's really the, the only thing that I've really uh, been adding to the game. Uh, keeping my head moving, you know what I'm saying, being a little bit more patient because in the amateurs, you know, you might be fighting one or two minutes. In the pros, yeah. you're fighting three minutes, and I was going eight rounds the other day. Plus amateurs, you just got to throw. You get in there and you throw. throw. You got to get in there you and throw. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's a finish line to it, man. You got to beat the guy to the finish line in the amateurs. You know, in the pros, it's a little bit more. They judge it differently. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's not pity pat. It's, it's, it's hard punches, man. Who's more aggressive? Who's doing this? Who's controlling the situation? So that's what I – that's what – I've switched up on my game, man. Just how I control the situation with my jab, how I control it with my footwork, you know, right. and uh, uh, when I want to when I want to engage in combat and when I don't want to engage in combat. Because if I want to get out here and take me a break, I'm gonna put my footwork on you. You know what I'm right. saying? And when I'm ready to touch you, I'm gonna touch you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so good defensively, offensively, and and just the power. Because normally I've noticed people either have power or they may have precision. But rarely have I seen both, and, yeah. and you seem to have both. And I think that comes from I notice even in pro fighters, a lot of them don't look at what they're hitting. Word. And Word. and you had eyes zoned in. Yeah. I seen that intensity and that focus, and, and you going to exactly uh, uh, where you was meant to be. Is that something that's natural? Or is that something through training that you uh, brought as well? Man, I think it's a little bit of both, a little natural and a little training, man. Because like when you got. Man, I got a coach. My coach Ernest Johnson now. Uh, and the thing about it is, yeah, man, Ernest. Oh, yeah, Ernest. Yeah, he's bad. Clean that food too. Hey, oh my yeah. like, hey, we we'll get to that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> in the kitchen, man. But you think about it, like as as you see the preparation that we had put in, as far as the video that he put up on Facebook with the way he had me continuing to throw that body shot, continuing mm -hmm. to throw that body shot, and then when I get into the fight, boom, it's right there. You know what I'm saying? And it's, all about, it's all about the way you set it up because you can right. set up a punch off, off another punch. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just you train, man. And if you train for it, then then you, it's going to be there when you get there. Right. Yeah, yeah. You de you definitely throw punches and bunches. You you have some nice combinations. And, and they, like you said, they beautifully set up man, look. what was to come. And yeah. I, yeah. Even even though I don't, you know, honestly, even if he's seen it coming, I don't think he would have been able to stop it. Man, it's just, hey, I'm just saying, man. So fast. Like, like I, everybody thinks they're fast, okay? Yeah. And, and I've been watching boxing and combat sports for a long time. True. So I'm pretty good at, even with fast people, zoning in on them punches. But sometimes you see some punches, and I saw him react. Yeah. And I was looking for the punch, like it was so fast. Right. See, it's different things that makes you fast, though. It's it's about yes. your feet and your hands sink at the same time, you know. Reaction uh, time. Being able to faint at a guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and kind of back off that, you know what I'm saying? Not and mm -hmm. so and when you faint, you're not necessarily using the punch, but you use that to set up another punch, you know what I'm saying? And which, yeah. which, that makes you fast, man. Because if I get your hands up here thinking about it, I'm just punching to your head, boom, I got me a nice little body shot. You right, know, right. So it's, it's all about how you set the punch up, man. You and got them thinking about that body now, and they start to lower a little bit, protect it. Yeah. Now you get that. And yeah. As soon as they start thinking about that body, you know, and you would see that with me the other day, man. You would see me cracking with the body twice, and then as soon as I fight oh, yeah. to the body, now I'm coming back over the top because my I'm Mickey Ward, man. Them body head, body head. That's that's what I'm saying. You go body head a couple times, man, then you'll be able to find something over the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His facial expression totally changed after a couple of them body shots. <laughs> up, like I said, I was cringing for him. Like I was like, just go down, dude. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like it's respectable at this point. Like you just, man. Look, he was so game. I, I never. He was. 
fucked up as many many times as he did, man. Especially now when I cracked him with that last body shot that just set him down. And when uh -huh. he got up off that one, man, I was like, dang, how he get. But I knew, I told my coach in the corner, I said, man, ain't no way in the world he's going to be able to continue after that one. He's that a big shot. dude, like he said. I said, that body shot hurt him, man. Yeah, yeah. That was, and, and it, I don't care. Look, people that have never had a liver shot, let me explain something. It don't, I don't care if you 12 foot 10, you yeah. get the liver shot. Man, look. Uh, man, I see somebody go down from a liver shot, man, in tip-top shape. Oscar De La Hoya. Come on, man. In tip-top shape, ready to go, okay. can finish any bout. But, man, yep. when that shot's placed in there perfectly, man, there's nothing that you can do about it. No, and it, and it doesn't take it, it's it's kind of like your balls. It don't you don't have to kill it. You can just tap it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a little, just hey, little. And, and that's what the problem is about it because a lot of people don't know that. So then when they see something like that, oh man, he weak. Like nah, dog. That's a shot. right. Yeah, oh. anybody, man. I gotta watch possible guys all the time that say some of the stupidest shit. Do you like? I know you're a different level, so you know you're watching mostly with coaches and people yeah. like that. But do you still watch with like layman's that? That perhaps say some really stupid things because I hear things like why did he move or why did he block oh, yeah. that or why did I like to analyze a little bit of everything so I check out yeah. everything and watch what a lot of people say man and uh I mean it's just the same difference it's like uh people hollering about how born uh you know you hear a lot of people say the, the Pacquiao fight and the Mayweather fight was born you know what I'm saying but if you go back and watch it it was man. a beautiful boxing match by Mayweather you know what I'm saying people would say that about Pernell Wicker too and I used to love his fights man I'm coming like like. People just don't, people don't, uh, what do them say? They don't uh, understand the skill that it takes to not get hit. They don't appreciate the the, right. side, the way that he moved his head. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, yeah. like, that's appreciation for like, man, that is beautiful artwork to watch somebody sit there and do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Sit in the pocket, move their head like that and get out the way and, and still be in, in range to, to, to come back with a punch. That's Damn. science. That's a beautiful game of boxing, man. Yes, that's yeah to know because there's so many things. Your action time, um, um, your speed from here to there. Your, you know, watch what he's going to do. How does he defend shots? How does people don't understand how much? Like they think in a fight you're just like throwing fists. Like no, you 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 are trying to figure out a big algebraic equation in your head, right? That's what's called the sweet science. I mean, you're you're constantly. Yeah, I mean, so much thinking goes on. That's the reason why you can take a guy who uh, who who can run thirty miles and yeah. ring, and he's gonna get tired in two seconds because mm -hmm. that ring. You're not just using your legs, you're using your brain, using yep. your hands, you're using your feet. You know what I'm saying? It's it's everything about it, man. It's like that's a lot of work, man, to be in there thinking, moving, mm -hmm. and punching. You know what I'm saying? People like, don't realize it's a lot of work, man. It is How a lot. Of I was talking about the mind. You know, it's they say it's 90, 95% mental. What, what do you do? I, I, I've seen you in the gym. I've seen what you do for your body. What do you do for your mind to keep it strong? Uh, as man, as of right now, I just use a lot of things to motivate me. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, the things that I've been through, my son, knowing what I want to get in life, uh, knowing what I don't want to go back to. Uh, right. So, and so, and then uh, just uh, and then, you know, some of it's proving people wrong. You know, uh, yeah. I home, I come home at 28 years old. Uh, uh, so now I'm 32. So at a lot of guys that would be people saying, "Oh, he's old for the sport," you know what I'm saying? Or, or you know, they could think I'm, they could think that to be the time where you get ready to decline. But I just want to keep proving that, look, man, I, I've been put up. So I'm getting. Well, back. if you just started boxing a year ago, yeah, it's kind of late the game. But to me, 
with all, all your amateurs and, and yeah. then all the lessons you've had along the way, like to me, you're just about to hit your prime. Man, I, that's the way I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and moving around, and, and now that I'm moving around a lot more, seeing a lot mm -hmm. of different people, uh, working with a lot of different people, spawn with a lot of different people, man, you realize like, oh man, this is me. This is this yeah. is me, and and that's what coming to Houston and uh and, and being up here in Conroe with these guys did for me, man. Just put me in another level of it. Uh, you you around a, a totally different competition. I mean, it's great being at home, training at home. I mean, right, I love right. that. Of course, see my son every day and see my wife every day. But right. man, get on that road, right? And you got to realize, like, I'm I just left my house and yeah. to get away from my family for one to two to three months, maybe. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I have to take this game serious, man, and don't take nothing for granted because at the end of the day, if I get up here and I'm playing around, then that what that means to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. all that all that takes a part in, in what I what I go through, man. Um, and that, that, that you're not the only one sacrificing, right? You, you, man, your kids you know sacrifices for you, your wife sacrifices oh, for you. And I know, you know, without my wife, I couldn't have this show like I have. So I know, yeah. I know to your backbone because mine's man, mine, right? Look, man, look, you know, like a lot of people don't know how boxing is, man. Uh, you get back in the game uh, with, a, with, a, with a guy with a, um, let me see, uh, let me see. I've had three fights since I've been back. Mm -hmm. So you take me, you take me back to, to three fights. That puts me at five and two. I'm not really mm -hmm. making a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, uh, and then when you say I'm going full-time boxing, I have to tell, so tell my wife, like, hey, babe, I need you to uh, back me on this. You believe right. in me, get with me, and I'm going to do this. You know what I'm saying? And for and for her to say, hey, look, I got you. Don't worry about it. Go train. Handle your business. I got you. I'm going to take care of everything. And, and she does that, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's why now that I'm in a position to be able to take care of things, I make sure I do that. Yeah, and it's good to have people because – in this game, especially, it's good to have somebody like that at the beginning because then you don't have to worry about. Come on, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm like, you, man, yeah, look, man, if you know if they went there when you was broke, man, they don't need to be there when you got it. You know, what I'm saying? right? Yeah, yeah. It's like somebody you have somebody with you can trust because it's 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 hard. You know, as you get older, you, you realize that your circle can't be as big as it was, and that you can't trust everybody, and that you know. Yeah. All your friends, you know, so there's some snakes in there, some enemies and all this other stuff. So so to have a, a wife and a, a good family and, and the, you know, like your child and stuff like that, that's the circle definitely gets smaller, man, as you go up, uh, you know, but uh, but but, it's, you know, you just uh, just keep a good faith. Don't try to burn no bridges. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and just keep moving, man. So, you know, and uh, I'm blessed, man. I can't even lie. Yeah, I look. And, and I've told everybody, I, I told you I'd had a little, you know, my love-hate relationship with boxing, but I, I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, and this is 100, is that you brought my passion for boxing back. Word up. Like, I connected to you on more, like, you know, back in the day, to be a fan of somebody, to really get into them, to really want to support them, I had to have some kind of emotional connection, like with a actor or anything, right? True, true. And watching them videos of you and then seeing you live in the ring, and first of all, Watch him on FS1, but if you have a chance to see this man fight live, holy shit. I don't care what the fucking ticket price costs. Buy that ticket. That that memory is going to last a lifetime. Like, Word out. Feeling like I can feel it right now. I'm getting goosebumps. Just Hey, look, I, I, I was telling uh, – I was I was talking to KK, Coach K and uh, KK and them the other day, man, uh, uh, 4611 promotion, man. Shout out to them. It was amazing yes. what they were able to do. Uh, just putting that show on inside the city. Uh, I hadn't fought in the city in so long. It, I mean, it just it, – it, and it gave everybody a chance to see what I did. You know what I'm yeah. saying? 
And and like, you know, a lot of people didn't know about me before then. And you know, that was crazy because like I had such mm -hmm. a big amateur career and then I had and then I had been gone for so long. Cause I went to Kentucky for probably about six, seven years. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, and then when I came back, you know, uh, uh, a lot of people wasn't coming out to the show. So just to have that type of crowd show up for a lot of people to see me. My, my boy Marcus, man, he tells me now, he say, he's like, man, I was around selling tickets and people were still talking about your fight, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we, I mean, we talk about it just about every day still. Word up, man. It was yeah. And to be able to come home and put on a good show for the people, man. And, uh, and, and honestly, just to put that out there, man, this is the plan. I'm going to go mm -hmm. on FS1 on on the 27th, and I'm going to bust this dude up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then I, I'm, then, I, then I got something lined up. I'm going to head over to Mexico, and, and I'm going to bust a dude up over there. And then I'm going to bring yeah. something back to the city, man. Coming, Going on a busting up tour. I'm busting up tour. Look, I like the way you said that. That's what I'm going to call it, the busting up tour. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bust him up, man, and I'm going to bring it back home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and that – so, so the last beautiful piece of you, and you talked about a little bit earlier, is your footwork. Word up. I don't think that's stressed enough in, in boxing, especially on the amateur level, the way it should be. It's so important to get your distance in and away from the person. Um, so was that instilled to you through the amateurs, or did that start catching on more towards the pros? Now, it really got to, got with me to the amateurs, man. My, uh, like I said, my, my amateur coach, man, he was uh, he started me off with the footwork. Uh, I will say that my uh, coach, Ernest Johnson, now, he a footwork specialist. So it was good to have a coach who already had you mastering on some footwork and then get with right. another coach who – who was also mastering on the footwork. So, and they didn't take away from each other. They just built my my my, my coach Ernest just built on what my coach Andy had already done. And I and I That's think you know coach. you need footwork because it's a lot mm -hmm. about the amateurs is mostly more. I mean, boxing anyway is about getting hit and not getting hit. You know, right. but in the it's more of on the point system. You know what I'm saying? It's more it's more pop, 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 get away from the guy. Pop, 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 you yes. know what I'm saying? Having good footwork always makes you do better and, and mm -hmm. even in, even in the pros you know what i'm saying because like man uh somebody who stands flat-footed ain't gonna beat me you no know what I'm <laughs> no and because when you get ready to punch i ain't gonna be there you know what i'm saying so that's just the thing about it man and um and so so having good footwork is always gonna be a part of my game um shoot i've watched the greats do it man watch muhammad ali do it he did it for years uh he did it his whole yeah. career and had to yeah. had to Work in the game. Uh, Pernell Whitaker, we just talked about. I mean, Floyd Mayweather, shoot, yeah. the way he was just, uh, he was always able to just poop, you know what I'm saying? Poop. Or even Mike Tyson, way cut them angles, you know? And you know what I'm saying? And, and, and <laughs> the punch off the angles, man. So, yeah. Uh, if, you know, if you if you master the skill of moving, then uh, then, then you're going to always do good. I think, yeah. I think anybody going into boxing, amateurs, pro, should start from the ground up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because if you learn how to throw one, two, but if you can't walk, how you gonna fight? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and, that was, uh, and it, uh, this is something that people a lot, a lot of people don't know. Uh, Holyfield, he didn't have good footwork. You know what he did to get good footwork? Hmm. He started dancing. He started dancing, man. That's so, when when I tell people, I'm like, you got to watch him. It's like watching Fred Astaire. Like it's, yeah. and I know I dated myself, but but that <laughs> it was the the Michael Jackson doing the moonwalk. It's what? that same feeling watching it like it, it, just the footwork itself is fucking entertaining enough for me to come watch the fight come on man just to, let know, alone the fight itself to watch somebody bounce around like that and float like a butterfly yes. man that's oh beautiful, man that's the beautiful science of the boxing game man so yeah 
And, and a lot of people don't know that about Holyfield, man. He was one of my favorite boxers, man. And uh, yeah, he uh, he want, he wanted to learn how to move better, man. So he started dancing, man. And if you watch him, like when he fought Tyson and stuff, man, the way he bounced in and out and stuff like mm -hmm. that, dipping up on them punches, man. Yeah. Started dancing, man, and got that rhythm up under him, man. When I teach people now, like if somebody asks me to teach them how to throw a little boxing, the first mm -hmm. thing I do is get their feet right, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure most everybody's like, why well, don't I get to learn how to punch somebody first? But they don't know. It's like, just listen. Yeah, get your feet right, man. Uh, get your feet I, I right. To a lot to make them do, like, use your jump rope, man. And, you know, a lot of people jump rope. <laughs> no, nah, man, yeah. your jump rope should be smooth, man. Rhythm. Yeah, rhythm. And if you do, if you learn how to master a rhythm in the jump rope, then you're going to take that same rhythm and have it in the ring. You know what I'm saying? So. Tell you a little funny story when I got into the army and I went into army boxing. Um, <laughs> my coach, Coach Rat, says, Um, he's trained by a white dude, wasn't he? I said, Yeah, how'd you know? He, goes, <laughs> he said, Don't worry about it. He goes, I'm gonna teach you how to, I'm gonna teach you how to fight dance like a black dude. I was like, All right, oh, yeah. And he did the first day. We start our first day, we worked on footwork. He put on some music True. and we started doing footwork stuff. That's crazy. That's and crazy. I'm thinking, you know, all I've learned was the punches, the one, two, three, and stuff. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I have no clue. You know, I'm so naive. I'm like, is this dude crazy? Or like, why are we doing these? Like we was doing like these circle drills and changing directions and all this that I've never done. And and going up and under the, the string. And I'm like, what are we doing? Like, I ain't even throwing one punch yet on the first practice, but man, it makes you so you it keep doing it, you keep doing it. That's a hell of a boy. Look, uh uh Coach K, man, he uh uh he, he's over at Red Bank Gym and he was yeah. He was running the class one day over there, and he uh -huh. uh, he stopped him from doing everything. Turned the music on. He said, "Dance." Yeah. Yeah. So he told him, "Dance, man." And just yeah. Had dancing, man. Because honestly, man, you catch some rhythm. Once you get your mm -hmm. rhythm down, man, then footwork will come down. You find punches are hitting where they didn't hit before, and I was like, "It's you're like okay, yeah." yeah. <laughs> Moving and you start going. So yeah, it's right. Yeah, it it, it is. So I would suggest you know. <laughs> Even take dance lessons, like it ain't gonna hurt, right? To do anything, man, to get you in a good rhythm, man, I would do it. If you don't know how to dance, man, learn how to dance. Get you some dance lessons, man. Uh, so watch people, man. Master your jump rope to where you're not jumping with two feet, you're jumping on single feet. You know what I'm saying? That way mm -hmm. you got that rhythm, man. That boom, 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 boom. Right. Boom. Bounce right there, take you a long way. Yeah, it's it's just and it's uh, people exaggerating. They don't realize sometimes how how small those movements are. No. Uh, um, is that something you realize right off or because when I would watch it versus when I was learning, like when I started, I was really exaggerated, you know, uh -huh. and then I learned it's just you just just a little bit, just a little bit. My coach, so, tells, my coach now tells me, man, he's like, uh, he was like, he was like, you don't want to move too much. You just want to get enough with them to brush your hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So phew, brush my hair. Brush my hair up for me. So, you know what I'm saying? That's six inches. Ha, 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 ha. You know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. And still in the pocket to be able to punch. You know what I'm saying? Yes. If too much over here, then I'm out of pocket. I ain't got And that. you're off balance too, right? You know what I'm saying? So, but if you're right there, just enough for him to brush your hair, boom, you got right there. And it's, you know what I'm saying? When you throw, when they throw that body shot and that right hand comes right over the top, you got to be right there in the pocket to get it right back in the side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's just enough for them to brush your hair, man. Let them brush your hair and get it down that straight line, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So um, man, that's what you, he talks you, about. Your head been on a swivel, man. Yeah, head been on a swivel. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. 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 He said, "You look like a bobblehead. Just do like this." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go be a bobblehead. I'm telling you, man. Look up and down. Look up and down. <laughs> look up and down. Look. <laughs> that's funny, man.
I mean, I miss those those drills and stuff. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I look at your practice, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that feeling of Man. that. That's that that's the mental fortitude because people watching that aren't going to understand the the exhaustion that comes with those kind of circuits yeah. um, where you're, you're working head to toe and things like that. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, jumping sub subjects just a little bit. Uh, you've talked about your wife and your son. How old is your son? My son uh, just turned three. Uh, 25th of April. Yeah. Does does he understand or have any concept yet of what daddy does? I'm, or he comes out he, like I I work out in front of him as much as I can. And uh he's been at uh every every fight since he's been born, he's been at every fight. So uh and I always try to bring him in the ring, man. I really want him to the home in on it and get to it. I'm not gonna push boxing on him, but I'm just gonna always right. show him boxing, you know what I'm saying? Show him your love for it. And, and then yeah, try to give him give him having love for it and and then and then the thing one thing about it is me being good at it, I think, will help him want to do it more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. one thing to watch, watch your dad go out there and get beat up. But another thing, watch your dad go out there and do his thing, man. And think like, oh, man, I want to do that too. You know what I'm saying? So, and I see his excitement, man. Uh, right. When I'm, I'm at home working out and I'm doing, and I'm throwing my punches, he come in there, throw his punches with me. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I'm hoping that, uh, that, that that's something that he takes up okay. uh, when it's time. He's three now, so he's not... I, yeah. I was coordinated to get there, man. But as soon as you throw that stiff punch, man, it's gonna be on and popping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh so let's say he does follow in your path, okay? He goes amateurs, he gets pretty good. What kind of advice are you gonna give him? Because now he's coming up kind of as they would say in the shadow of too yep. fast Joseph Francisco. What what advice do you give him to make his his own way? The funny thing is I thought about that and uh and I thought about that. What I thought about was uh like uh say if he wasn't defined as too fast you know what i'm saying right, right. So, like uh, uh and then i so so right now i call him too fast junior but it's mm -hmm. gonna become a time man to where i'm gonna let him know like look man you're gonna have to create your own self you know right. what I'm and so so maybe you might not be too fast you might be a bomber you know what i'm saying you might be yeah. and like your uncle you know what i'm saying you know what yeah. i'm saying be all, might be all business like you, like your other uncle Marcus, you know what I'm saying? So and uh, so you might be an underdog like you like you like my other brother Avius. So mm -hmm. it, it's just things like that that I'm gonna that I'm gonna just be, be able to talk to him about, man, and just let him know that like, look, man, be your own person in this sport. right because you you might just be hitting hard, you know. Man, my son right now comes to my waist, man. You know, my wife's taller. Yeah. So he's gonna be bigger than me, man. So who, who knows? He might just be a, a heavy hitting dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you look it. Like if I can't imagine you as a heavyweight, like hey, look, you man. get so hard. Look, I, and I tell people, see, people are gonna think I'm putting on because I'm <laughs> on the screen with you. But well, right. And this is the same kind of shit I'm saying when I ain't talking to you, and it was just me and my wife sitting here. Word up. It's like the power, and I'll go back to that. It's like watching a donkey kick. I mean it when I say you get like somebody twenty pounds heavier than you. But that's just what we've been working on, man. You hear a lot of people say that I wouldn't hit like that three, four fights ago, you right? Know? And so just being, developed. Yeah, being up, being here with my coaches now, man, and being able to be have been able to sit down, and that's what that's what it's all about. Like having the footwork. You see how I use the footwork, man. I use that as like, look, this is me doing what I want to do, setting up what I want to do, not letting you be able to control the fight. But when it's time for me to sit down and touch you, man, I'm going to sit down and touch you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, and there's not really much I can do about it because as also as I was talking about just a minute ago is the precision. You'll said, come here and come say here, hello. He said, come here. Let me, let me introduce you. 
Let me introduce you right back. Everybody, this is my grandson, Kay. <laughs> okay, okay. That's Joseph Francisco. He a boxer. Say hi. Say hi. Hey, no, that's not. He's a baseball. Baseball? No, he's, he's a boxer, baseball. but you want to go say hi, Peepa? Yeah, look. Let me. He's 33 pounds. 33 pounds. How old is he? Two. He's two. two. Just a little over two. Yeah, two yeah, just turned two. Say, say bye-bye. Yeah, he's about as big as my son, man. That's wild. Turn around. Can you? Oh, hang on. Say bye bye. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> or no, man. He looks like your wife. Yeah, he done been on it. He looks so much like his daddy. Like he looked like daddy pooped him right out. Word up. <laughs> that's always a good thing. Yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be a future boxing fan. Right there is gonna be a fan. He'll he'll probably be a fan of your son. See? Yeah. Hey, look. And I'm like, man, I'm just hoping that he takes it up, man. But uh, one of those things about me, man, is that uh, I think about the things that I didn't do when I was young, right? So I mm -hmm. never played, like, multiple sports. I, I right. stuck to boxing most of the time. I played football one year, and uh, but I stuck to boxing mostly. So with my son, I'm just going to, you know, be open to him doing everything. You know what I'm saying? Because him follow his own path. Been a, a amazing shortstop, but I never played baseball. So, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> never, never know what you'll be good at. Yeah, so so I, uh, so I'm just going to make sure that he tries everything at least. And then uh, and then if he says, hey, dad, I'm boxing, then we're going we're gonna to make, we're going to do what he do. Well, also, if people don't know, uh, uh, I got the honor and privilege of doing commentary for your fight. It's the very first well, time I did it. Man, you know what? I didn't even know you was doing it that night, man. I, I was like, man, we supposed to do an interview right after the fight, man. Yeah, yeah. And y'all, you and your wife had so much energy, man. It was crazy. Yeah, it, it was. It, that was her very first profile, and it's funny because Word. before that, I'd watch boxing and M MMA all the time, and she's like, I just don't understand why people want to hurt each other and blah blah blah. <laughs> Look, that night, did you hear her? I hope she didn't distract you, man. I apologize <laughs> if she did. She was ready, man. She was ready. She loved every bit of it, man. You know what I'm saying? She did. And she I, hated I that dude. Oh, my gosh. She wanted you to kill him. Man, like, I know I helped her out there watching somebody who was able to move and not get hit so much. You know yeah. <laughs> so, like, I moved for the guy who's making a miss. <laughs> you know? like, he, he, he was doing, I forget what he did, stuck his tongue out or something. And she was like, kill him. Kill him. <laughs> Hey, I appreciated him for that, man, because he had already been down a couple times. And man, of course, man, I still got fighting me, man. I really appreciated him in that, man. Yeah, I did. He, 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 he made it. He was entertaining to watch as well, even in, in the loss, and 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 not shabby at all. I mean, a great fighter in, in his own right. Man, look here, I, like, I, that was a challenge for you. My coach kept telling me too, and I said, I was like, look, coach, I said I can hear the wind over the top of my head when he comes with those punches, man. I'm telling you. He was throwing them from back from where he came from. <laughs> you see in the uh, – uh, I watched the uh, the weigh-ins, and I watched the face-off, and I was like, that dude big. And big like, I wonder if one of these was like one of, one of my fights I showed up to. I was like, well, we know you showed up at 147. This dude's 165. Is that okay? And look here, man. That, that's about what that situation was, man. Uh, I, I was in like 147, 146, and he was 155. So, yeah, I knew he was yeah, going to be game. Rough, yeah. And that that actually that actually made us spike in ten ounce gloves instead of eight ounce gloves. Okay, so, because of his higher weight, I got you. I, I mean, I don't know. So you know, I don't know if it helped me more, or helped him more, man. But I think it helped him more, man, because I was cracking him. And if I'd have been cracking him at eight ounces, man, it might have been over a little bit sooner, man. Yeah, it, it, look, if he had been either your size or you had eight ounce gloves, it'd have been over in the first. Here, man, gone. Yeah, 
Gone, man. Yeah. I never got up from that first overhand right with the hook. <laughs> even, even just a couple of the regular shots, like you can see, thinking about, like, do I really be doing this shit? Yeah, 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 man. And you had some dudes, man, that uh, that was on the that was on the podcast, man. Uh-huh. Cracked that dude. They was, did you see that shit? I was like, who those dudes, man? <laughs> I was so crunk watching it, watching those dudes go crazy, man. Shout out to those dudes if they look. Yeah, okay, so that is uh, let me let me tell you who that is. That's Talon Worley and Chip. Chip uh, Brown. I was about to say Hazard. He was a pro wrestler. That's pro wrestler name. Chip Brown. They're from Movement Radio. They okay. they also have a podcast. Oh, word up. Um, word and up. and Chip has actually been a mentor to me and helping me learn and get started and figuring out how to do this. So definitely, I love those guys. And uh, uh, that's man, awesome. The energy that they was bringing, man, was crazy, man. I cracked that dude. Did that they know they was on your back? Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I don't look. It was it was nice, man. It was it was it was it was nice. So so what? Uh, you, you have any tricks up your sleeve for this upcoming fight? You ain't got to tell us what they are. I j- I'm just curious. Man, uh, man, look here. This we'll we'll the, talk after we go off air. This is the thing about it. Yeah. Hey, look. I I I have been waiting on this moment, man. Uh, and and you know, I, when I came back, I told me and my me and my homeboy Marcus, my brother, we were talking about it, man, and we were selling myself, man. You about three four fights away from getting a look. You know, uh, you keep winning. You about three, four fights away from getting a look. Uh, when I came back uh, in November, I took a fight on the B side with a guy that was uh, ten and one at the time. Mm-hmm. They called me out. Uh, they they were they were paying me, and uh, so I was on the B side, expected to lose. Of course, somebody sleeping on me. I'm five right. and two. He's ten and one. Uh, so and then I had you know I got two I got two stoppages on my record where the, the guy I got two TKOs I've been TKO twice so you know that like I said that makes me look like an underdog and uh, uh-huh. so they slept on me man and to go in there and get a win against that guy unanimous decision really put me ahead of the game uh, right then back then I shot over to Mexico against a game opponent man uh, and beat him unanimous decision then I just uh-huh. came back and did it again man so uh, and th- now I got the call. Uh, against a guy who uh, who who's eleven to two, who uh, who got ten knockouts. Yeah, yeah. So he's eleven to two with ten knockouts. So uh, so the three people's been the distance with him, uh, and 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 uh, it's on FS1, man. So uh, just been able to get a call like that uh, and be able to go and showcase my skills against the world. Uh, and you know they still probably looking at me as an underdog, man. But I don't. I've got this guy. I've looked through this guy's whole resume and don't see nothing he has for me. So, uh, right. yeah, so I'm just going to bring my game plan to the table, man. Uh, it's going to be a little bit more different because I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be powerful. Yeah, I, I don't think people aren't going to understand what's coming at him, though. He's going to be like that other dude. He he expecting what, what he's seen in the past. Man, look. And like I said, you're on a different level. Like, I don't think he's had a look like that before. Nah, he had a look like that, man. Uh I, uh, you know, I know, I know my last fight went up, but not a lot of people can find that last fight, though. You know, uh, the one where you did. Yeah, I wish. You know, they had to, the commissioner or whatever made him put those lights up there because they said it wasn't going to be bright enough. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So That's I good, think, though. yeah, good, though, man. The thing about it is, it's like uh, uh, you don't want until I get to a certain point, you don't want a lot of film out on you. Yeah, you know yeah. Saying? Those guys go to looking for you. I want you to look back and see those fights where I got tired. Oh, you right, yeah. Fights where you know what I'm saying. That's what I want you to look at. That's what I want you to see, man. Because I want you to, I want you to think that's what you got coming for you. And then when you get in there, I want to surprise you because yeah. uh, it's a whole different game for me right now, man. And uh, and I got a lot, I got a lot on my back. This is far as things that I want to prove, uh, places that I want to go, uh, things I want to be able to do for my son, be able to set them up, set him up in a different place, man. And, uh-huh. 
Because in all that is momentum, man. And I'm taking it into that fight, and I'm gonna hurt this guy. Yeah, I mean, your your, your confidence definitely got to be at, at all time high right now. Um, has it always been that way, even through like the five and two, or, or has that just been recently? I think people tell you that uh, that I that I that I've always been that type of guy, man. Uh, y'all didn't get to see me like y'all didn't get to see the way he is, and y'all didn't get to see me back in the room, back in the back, man. But I I rhyme. I'm always got something smooth to say. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I like to do my Ali type stuff, man. Uh, I always got good energy, man. I've always felt I've always felt like that dude. Uh, like I said, I've had two and some fights in the amateurs, man. Uh, I, my class was a 2008 class, which is uh, 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 people from the likes of Adrian Broner, uh, Rasheed nice. Warren, uh, uh, Mikey Garcia. Uh, uh, let me see. I mean, all those guys. Like, and I fought a lot. I fought a lot. I fought Mikey Garcia in the amateurs. I, I fought um I fought um uh the guy who headbutted Mayweather. What's the guy that headbutted Mayweather? Then Mayweather oh, knocked him out. Uh, yeah. Oh uh. Name. Um. I know who you're talking about, but I can't. Uh, yeah, because he was doing pretty good, and then he headbutted, and then Mayweather was like, "No, nah, fuck that." And then, yeah, yeah. So and then, which, which, you know, man, after the headbutt, I don't, I don't, I don't blame Mayweather for getting him out. No. Of doing uh -oh. dirty stuff i'm gonna go ahead and get you out of here but it's things like that like those guys i came out that class i would have been out that class with those guys if i hadn't took the time off that i took after uh the amateurs like i said when i when i dropped down to 112 in that weight class i was mm -hmm. at 125 and i went all the way down to 112 to make it back into the tournament because the tournament was in chattanooga and i'm talking about you talking about walking around looking like i was on drugs i, I, was I bet Way sunk in, man. Like you talking about making 112 pounds in two weeks, man. But it was nothing that was gonna stop me from getting in that tournament. You know, that just shows a little bit of my dedication. I don't care. More your mentality too. Man, you know, that's what I'm saying? tough. Stop me from my hometown. In my hometown, in a national tournament, I was gonna do it. So I made the weight. And uh, and 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 I and I will say that I didn't I didn't win the tournament because of fatigue. I made it all the way to the finals. So you make it all the way to the finals, and you and I'm just fatigued when I fought a guy named Aaron Alafa, man, who was like number one in the world at the time and that uh -huh. weight class. And and it was like I can see his punch coming. Uh -huh. I know it's coming, but I just couldn't move. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, and I and I actually made a spot for the Olympic team or Olympic trials at 112, but it was uh, it was at a point that we're like, man, I'm not wait making that weight no more. You know what I'm saying? So I took yeah. so that that prompted me to take some time off of boxing after it was over with. Uh, that prompted me to go do other things. They got me in some trouble. You know what I'm saying? But right. uh, but it's it's that right there in itself and that knowledge of me knowing like I was already supposed to be there. Right. So so this is me coming back. You know what I'm saying? And this right. is me like you know I I took five yeah, years. Because that Joseph don't even exist. This is this Joseph now. It don't even exist. You know, five years off. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I took all that time off. Ended up, ended up doing uh, some five years in federal penitentiary, man. And here mm -hmm. I am back and, and and about to be ahead of some guys that was that was already on the ground moving in front of me. So, you know, it's, it's I don't even say it's catching up. I'm just back where I'm supposed to be. It just meant to be. Yeah, you just stepping back in line. You, you just got your place back. Yeah. Place back, man. So how, how does that feel? Is it surreal to, to like, Oh man! When you were going through those trials and tribulations, did you see a, a better day coming? Like, how did you push through those times? How did you get through them? Because a lot of people may be going through those times right now. Man, uh, man, I would just say uh, it's all about the support system that you have. Uh, coming mm -hmm. home, uh, I still had everybody that I had in the amateurs, as far as my coach Andy, my brother Raza, 
uh, my mom and dad, Paul and Joe Smith, uh, which I don't know if a lot of people know, but they, they run a program called Y-Cap in Chattanooga. Uh, still okay. had a lot of them with me. Uh, still had a lot. had my brother with me, my brother Marcus, Demarcus Rogers, uh, Avis Griffin. Uh, okay. And so, you know, just people like that, man, always on your side. And then I also had the the knowledge of knowing, like, um, you know, I had another bro- other brothers that, like Marcus Rogers and Avis Griffin, they got into some trouble also. And mm-hmm. I always had the thought on my head that I was the older brother, I had won two national titles. I was supposed to be on the 2008 Olympic team. And if I had a, did what I was supposed to do first, I could have made a way for those guys. So right. that's always been motivation to me, man, to come back and still make a way for maybe not those guys because they're coming up with me right now. You know what I'm saying? So they're gonna mm-hmm. be on they, they're gonna be on good levels and have good things going on themselves. But if we're if we're able to come back, man, and to make a place to work, because Chattanooga got Chattanooga has phenomenal athletes man yeah they do man over there people sleep on chattanooga but they've always had some good fighters football basketball and fighting man people don't know how good the fighters are no uh, just to put this out here andy smith whitecap boxing probably 30 national champions 30 Mm. national champions man so you mean to tell me out of 30 national champions we don't have nobody who went on to win a world title you know right. what I'm saying? Because that's just because after the amateurs, man, it's just not, it's just not, it's just not a gateway for people to make it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? It is boxing like a lot of other things to where it's, it's it's not just what you know and how good you are, but who you know as well. It's exactly who you know as well, man. And uh okay. and creating relationships with people, moving around. Uh and then the thing about it is is uh if somebody goes on and do it first, then it creates something for everybody else. So, you know, you I mean, t- take uh take other situations like uh I talk about Asian Brown, I, I brought up Asian Brown, shout out to him. Uh but it, it, that's in Cincinnati, Ohio. And mm-hmm. when he went on and started winning world titles, he was able to come back and bring that same type of uh looks to everybody else in his camp. So you right. know, attention to it if i go on right now boom i'm gonna go on fs1 and i'm gonna knock this dude out boom mm-hmm. you know how much more attention that's gonna bring to the boxing world in chattanooga yes. you know what i'm saying yes. uh we have another guy named uh ryan martin who, who who did it and he brought some attention man but not a lot and uh and, and i know he's he's what he's i know he's ready to do his next thing i don't know what he has coming up but i know he's ready to do his next thing man but it's just about it's about somebody going on and doing it and then being mm-hmm. able to bring it back to the city man so you know and um and that's how you do well, it that shows what kind of cp Let's move even aside for, for how great a boxer you are. Uh, and I want to cover a couple different things real quick. Uh, one of them is on top of all that, you're super charismatic. Word up. Thank so you. that's going to make you twice as entertaining as it is because, because you got that charisma going. Thank you. But, but you're also a good dude. You got a good heart. And, and, and I believe that's the same heart you had, regardless of what situation you were in at the time. Oh, it just had to bloom. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, cause you affect, you know, like I said, you affect not just those people, but indirectly you affected me. I got to do my first show. I got to meet Kevin. I got to, I got to meet you and I'm getting a charger for my phone. Real no, quick. go ahead, man. Yeah. yeah keep talking. <laughs> and, and so, so you get to affect not just the people closest around you, but it, there's kind of like this wave, like you kind of like threw a pebble, it, it, you know, in the water and, and the waves are, are rippling out, man. I'm telling you, so, so when I say you need to be a fan uh, of Too Fast, I'm not just saying it because he's a good boxer. I'm saying it because he's also a good dude. And and beyond your skill, like I said, you're very charismatic. Is that is that something like when you was in school? Was you like the class clown, or was man, you like, uh, at school? Or I would I would say the class clown, man. I went to Lookout Valley, man, and um and it was it was it was different for me because um 
I got a lot of love when I went over there for boxing. They, they actually would paint. They actually painted a mural of me at the school because every time I would go win the national championship, they would they would uh, I would come back. To, it would be in the summertime when I won the masters, and I would come back the next year, and they would throw me a uh, they would throw me a pet rally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. And it, so, so you know, it just that gave me a chance to uh, to, uh, to to be in the light a little bit early. Uh, which 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 is always good, man. Because if you get in the light late, then it can sometimes bother you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah. You get used to the hype. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you get used to the some of the hype early, then it don't bother you as much when you grow when you get older. You know what I'm saying? Like, shoot, I'm used to the big lights. I'm ready for this. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so it's gonna it's gonna. Well, be how good. how do you huh? how do you how do you stay like you're also a very humble gentleman? So how with you starting to explode right now. How do you have is it still the people around you that kind of keep you in check or man, it's still the people around me and just and just uh just knowing that the job ain't done. You know what I'm saying? If you get content with what you got going on, then, then you know what I'm saying, okay. If I was content with uh getting the car to make it on this on FS1, then then Daddy. I've always lost. You know what I'm saying? I'm not content with it. Um uh-huh. I, the job ain't done so I get the win. You know what I'm saying? The job ain't done, so I get on there and I execute and uh and and, and get that done. So until that happens, uh until that happens, it's just it's just it's just what it is. We're just talking about it, you know. Right, right. It, it won't be talked about no more if I don't go in there and do my thing. So uh, that's what keeps me going, man. Because uh, knowing that you not only got to talk about it, you got to go do it. And uh, yeah, so I'm gonna do it, man. And then on the flip side, man, like I said, uh, I do have that on my back as far as wanting to be able to, to create something better for uh, the guys that's coming up behind me. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of phenomenal athletes in Chattanooga. Like I said, uh, amateurs and uh, some guys in the guys pro. You're seeing a lot of them now. Uh, but even those amateur guys, we got another guy named uh, uh, his name uh, TJ. Uh, his name TJ. We call him TJ. And mm-hmm. uh, he's the number two. He's the number two in the world in the amateurs right now. Oh wow! Yeah. So my like with he, even with him, man. If I'm able to go on and do something great, man, and then once he turns pro. I'm able to have a gateway for him, which I think he ain't gonna need. You're that person that you need to know. Yeah, Yeah. he's gonna need nobody because I honestly think the dude is gonna make the Olympic team. You know what I'm saying? He's probably gonna be the first person Chattanooga to make the Olympic team and uh, probably win the the medal, man. But uh, but like I said, if even if he didn't though, just to be able to have a gateway for him to step out of the amateurs into the pros and 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 for it to be a smooth transition, man, because that's one of the hardest transitions ever to go from the amateurs to the pros, man, because. To, to protect yourself, you have to have backing. You have to have people yeah. that are willing to, to go out and get you fights and pay for you fights, man. But know the game. Yeah, yeah. Because even though you might be on a skill level to fight somebody who's world class, you don't need to take that fight sometimes at a different at a right. certain time. You know what I'm saying? You need to work your way up. Probably fight you a couple guys who you know what I'm saying that you know you're going to beat and, and give you some tune up. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. step your way up. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and to be able to do that on the right way, it, it will create a perfect fighter, man. You go back and look at any fighter who, who came up the right way, they all fought guys mm-hmm. who were 0-1, 0-10 when they first right. started, maybe 5-5, five and five, you know what I'm saying? And it just keeps stepping up. Then you might fight a guy who's uh, 11 and 12, you know what I'm saying? Or then mm-hmm. you might fight a guy who's uh, who's 10 and 5, you know what I'm saying? You still might be undefeated, but each time right. you're stepping up to another game opponent until you get to a place to where, okay, now – it's time for you to Be step out and have another guy. Yeah. So, so in the, but you're not able to do that if you don't have the resources, you know what I'm saying? Or, or if you're at a point to where you're like, hey, 
I need to make some money. So, you know, yeah. you take a fight on the other side, you know what I'm saying? And then sometimes those fights on the other side can mess you up. Well, sometimes those are learning fights, right? Like yeah, they work yeah, for you. Yeah. Yeah. You take a fight on the other side on a different promotion. So, you know, the game's dirty, man. So you take a fight on the other side on, on a promotion to where they're going to rig it and everything. And if you go the distance with this guy, even though you might have beat him on the scorecard, you're not going to get that fight. So those right. are things that could mess you up and just have and having the right backing and the right people behind you and the right resources and, and, and the right people with you that could, that'll help you get to the top, man. And I've been lucky and since I came home from jail uh, 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 and got back in the game and, and, and turned my life around, man. I've, I've been I've been blessed to continually be around good people. So so yeah, yeah. I'm in a good place, man. That's I you know when I just. It's weird. It's, it's when you start loving yourself, isn't it? Word up, man. Hey, word up. Look, look. It's, that's that's a big thing right there, man. Because uh, you know that's what they say: bet on yourself, man. Yeah. Like I said, I was I was over. I was working at a job, man. Literally, dishes, man. I was making forty thousand on paper, which is good for a guy. And then yeah. you also uh, get a bonus, which which will put you up to about to put me up to about sixty thousand a year. You know what I'm saying? And uh, as and as a and that's I haven't even been there. I hadn't even been there a year. So if you put you put me working there two three years, I may be making a hundred thousand at that job. You know right. what I'm saying? But it's it's just different when you say, "Hey, I'm gonna bet on myself. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know where I'm supposed to be at. I'm a boxer. This is what makes me happy, man. Whoop whoop whoop. And I can get that same amount of bread in this game if I just bet on myself, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta know your own worth, right? Come on, man. That's what happens. So you know, and uh, that's where I'm at with it right now, man. Um, and you know, I'm just betting on myself, man. And my my brother Marcus, man, he he used to tell me all the time, man. Hey, look, man, you need to get back in the game, man. You need, you need to bet on yourself, man. He's like, well, thank you for telling him that, Marcus, for real, cause yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure, man. Yeah, cause it, man. for sure. It, it, I tell him the same thing, man. He took some time off. I had to tell, like, we had to push each other, man. Like, hey, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Well, people believe in you when you don't even believe in yourself, right? Those are Come the people. On, man. Propelling you forward. Come on, man, and, and that's love, man. To have people believe in you and don't believe in yourself, man, just makes it even more better when you do start believing in yourself. Yes. Man. Uh, uh, just just to touch on that, man. Uh, even my coach Ernest, right? Uh huh. We uh we have a lot of fights that come up, come our way, and he might tell me, uh, not not yet, not yet. And, you know, I'm mm -hmm. always ready to go with any one of them because I think mm -hmm. I need anybody. So I'm always like, coach, what's up? Let's go. And he's always like, not yet, not yet. And uh, when I actually when when this fight actually came about, man. He jumped on it so fast, it gave me so much more confidence. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, because he's not ready to go. But when he when he showed me how much confidence he had, it just boosted me up ten times more, man. So yeah, it's on. Well, that's good. That means that means you got somebody that wasn't blowing smoke up your ass. Just no, he wasn't. Look, and that's the thing about him, man. You know what I'm saying? And you know, he said, "I'm your friend, but I'm your coach first, man." And uh, and he's like, "I'm not gonna tell Joe what he wants to hear." You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell Joe what he needs to hear. What he what's right for him, man. And uh, like I said, we've had a lot of things come up, a lot of fights come up before this one that I probably could have took, uh, and uh, you know, still could have won. You know, I think I could have won, cool. but uh, you know, when he tells me, like, I can't argue. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. When he tells me not yet, and not yet, and then when he finally says this it right here, then that's what lets me know that that, that I've got to a place where he says, okay, let's do it. Yeah, that's 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 greatness, man. I'm I'm so glad you have people like that in your life because yeah. without those people, I know you know you, you might not ever hit that. True. Um, before we wrap up the show, uh, tell everybody if they want to start following you as a fan, where can they follow you on Facebook, Instagram, uh, what all social media are you on? Joseph Francisco uh, on, on on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Too Fast Senior. Uh, type in Joseph Francisco, it should come up. Uh, man. Uh, uh, I, that's that's pretty much the both I have right there. 
uh, on your TVs on on June 27th. June 27th. Uh, on FS1, Fox Sports Nation, against a guy named B. Sean Owens. He's 11 to 2. Uh, he's already he's signed by uh, PBC. Okay. So he's one of their fighters. Uh, and, uh, and I'll be going there, man. And, uh, and, and he, he ain't ready. He ain't he, ready, man. Let uh, me just say. He ain't ready. He ain't ready, man. And, you know, he think he is, but he ain't ready, man. So uh, I'm really excited about it. I ain't, I ain't been this, more, this excited about a fight in so long, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and like, uh, you know, my nerves is up, my, and, and, I, and then I'm putting, I'm putting the work in. I'm yeah. Boy, like I said, you know, I just fought two weeks ago, man. I got right back. Yeah. I got right back in camp. <laughs> no time. I spent a couple of days. Ken said, yeah, you did. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's like, look, I was already gone from the house for like a month and some change. I come home, my wife is expecting me to step like, baby, I got to call, I got to go. <laughs> and, uh, what did she go. think about it? Is she excited? or? Like, look, she, look, she, she, we, we, I, drove, I actually drove back down to Texas this time. She drove down with me and she flew back. And this is how much game she is, man. She flew back and that was her first flight ever. Oh, wow. Yeah, the flight back. So just like for, for somebody to be like, look, yeah, I hear your wife like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody to be like, hey, I'm going to drive down with you and then you can fly me back. And that's her first flight ever. That's, you know, that's, that's just let you know. Yeah, by herself. Yeah. I just won't even do that by herself. And then my, my, birth, my birthday is next week, man. So she's just going to come down again, give me some good vibes while I'm in camp. And, man, you know, and, uh, and we're going to go handle business on the 27th, man, and put on for Chattanooga, Tennessee, and everybody who's with me, man. Well, well, first, happy birthday. Second, man, look, thank you so much uh, for coming on this show and being such a great guy and talking to me. Man, come on. I know, man. Appreciate you, man. I know you're tired. I know, I've seen your workout. I'm good, man. I, I'm going here and rest, man. I got some sparring to do tomorrow, man, but, I, but I'm going to go rest, man. Eat some more of this food co- coach cooked up. You know what I'm saying? I saw that food, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were talking about – talk on that look. She said that food, I yeah. That. <laughs> hey, look, look, we like to eat, look. Yeah, man, it was perfect. Oh, before I go, one more time, man, wanted to say, if, if, if you're watching this, man, you're looking forward to seeing some good boxing. Go out tomorrow night, Camp Jordan Arena. Um, uh, I think maybe seven o'clock tomorrow night. I don't know. Uh, Roger the Hitman Hilly, eight no. Demarcus All Business Rogers, Trey Billingsley, man. Uh, Marcus Rogers is the main event. Gonna be a great card. Gonna be a great show. Don't miss it, man. If you like what you're seeing from me, if you was at my fight, or if you like boxing in general, man, just be there because it's gonna be it's gonna be some great boxing, man. Uh, that's uh Southpaw Promotions. Uh, them guys always put on a good and great show, man. Uh, again, shout out to Forty Six Eleven Promotions for having me. Coach Pay Tracy. Man, shout out to you. Shout Much love. Oh, thank you. The show, man. Uh, I just appreciate everybody who's been showing the love, man. And I promise you, on June twenty seventh. I'm gonna put on for Chad Man, I know you're gonna make us proud, man. Thank you so much. I'm I'm gonna wrap this up, but then uh, stay with me and I'll holler at you for just a minute afterwards, okay? Let's go. Let's go. Ra- uh, Sean Thompson, Moving Radio. I see y'all on there. So hello, okay, guys. Okay. I don't pay much attention to the little live feed Let's thing. Go, my man, Tom. We, we definitely shouted y'all out during. Uh, uh, so hello, Sean and, and Moving Radio. Oh, look, I got one more shout out, man, because uh, yeah, this, go guy, ahead. This, guy, this guy came through for me in a major way, man. Uh, and if you're not if you're not in tune with him, you know Gunner, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Chat with Gunner, man. That's my dog, man. Uh, actually, uh, actually, one of my first sponsors for the fight coming up, man. He's going to be on my trunks, man. Those guys reached out to me, and we're doing some big things together, man. Uh, so I just want to shout out to him, man. Chat with Gunner, man. And look, and he's just like you, man. I, I, and, and I want to touch on it real quick. 
anybody no, who's a gateway for athletes coming out of Chattanooga, I, I want to work with you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's that's beautiful, man. And, and you're so easy to work with. You're so friendly. You're so kind, man. Thank yeah. you for, for all your hard work uh, uh, and, and helping us forget about our problems a little bit while, <laughs> while we can watch you uh, throw some bones, man. Yes, sir. Uh, thank everybody that watched. Let me tell you right quick, Joseph. I tell all my guests this, that time is the most precious gift you can give. So thank you for giving us a gift of your time. Word up, man. Uh, yeah, just like doing this year, but uh, the fuck out of here. Yeah, I think you jinxed it. What's that? No, I'm gonna let you say. Uh, stop. There was a little bit of feedback. She goes, "What's that feedback from?" I said, "Oh no, it just started when you got in here." She goes, "It just started when I got in here." I said, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just. I'll, I'll tell you about it in a second, but uh, yeah, we wrap it up now. So, so we'll say goodbye, and then I definitely want to have you on the show again after you beat up oh, that dude, no, and no. we'll talk about that next dude you're gonna beat up. Okay, let's go. Man. Let's go. Baby, you want to say goodbye? See you, babe. Bye, 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 Jennifer. See you. Thank you all so much for uh, uh, tuning in again. I had a great time, and like I said, go see this man live. If you think I'm hopping him up, call me on my shit. Go see him live. Good stuff. Thanks, everybody.